0: WSJM News. Now, team coverage from the WSJM Newsroom on News Talk Sports
1: 94.9 WSJM. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. Police are investigating the possible drowning of a Berrien Springs woman in the St. Joseph River on Sunday. The Berrien Springs Orinoco Police Department says first responders were called to the river off of Derry Road around 6.30 p.m., on a report of a missing person presumed to be in the water. There they learned the 42-year-old woman had been in the area with their children and went into the water after her 8-year-old son when he started having trouble. The child was later found on an island in the river by the Berrien Springs Orinoco in Fire Department, but his mother was not found. She remains missing and the search continues. The child was taken to Corwell Health Hospital in Niles and was released in good condition. The city of St. Joseph's $42.6 million budget for 2023-24 has been approved by city commissioners. At a Monday meeting, they were told general fund revenue is expected to exceed expenditures by about $1 million. City manager John Hodgson tells us much of that surplus is going straight to capital projects. The, the
0: capital improvement fund are where the larger projects that we do that aren't utilities or streets come from. Work in parks, things like that. And that receives its primary source of funding from the general fund.
1: Hutchins says a lot of planning has gone into some of the projects on the books for this year. You're going to see a lot
0: of work in the upcoming year trying to, to take care of your facilities. So there's a lot of infrastructure work that's been deferred for a long time, and we've been working very hard to try to figure out how to do that in a, in a cost-effective manner to, to, to try to catch up with work that, that needs to be done.
1: Among other things, this city is planning improvements to the Howard Trail and Howard Trail Pedestrian Bridge, Maids of the Mist work, Dickinson Park restrooms, and parking lot improvements. Hodgson noted the taxable value of property went up in the city this year by about 11 percent, although the millage rate paid by residents will go down slightly, by about a tenth of a mill. He says a challenge when budgeting has been a lack of staff and inflation, the latter of which is increasing project costs. A woman convicted of the death of a three-year-old girl in her care in Coloma Township last year has been sentenced to 30 to 70 years in prison. Prosecutors say 42-year-old Judith Sobel was a home care nurse who was supposed to be watching over the girl on the night of June 20, 2022. Three-year-old Ophelia Mazur required around-the-clock Claire, but she was found not breathing with her breathing too out. Sobel was found in the same room unconscious. She later admitted to police that she had been doing meth. She was convicted of second-degree murder and sentenced by Judge Angela Pasula on Monday. The suspect, accused of killing Van Buren County road worker Renee Rangel, was arrested on Monday, according to the Van Buren County Prosecutor's Office. The suspect, who was not named by county officials, was charged with two felonies, including operating while intoxicated, causing death, and moving violation, causing death in a work or school bus zone. Both are 15-year felonies. According to the initial police report, Wrangell, a Dwanjack resident, was holding a traffic control sign on northbound CR681 when he was struck by a Dodge pickup driven by a 30-year-old Hartford man. Trooper said the driver failed to follow traffic controls and rear-ended a stopped Chevy pickup after trying to pass it. While attempting to pass, the Dodge struck Wrangell. The suspect was arrested on Monday and is awaiting arraignment. Set for this Wednesday is a mock disaster drill at the Van Buren Intermediate School District's Tech Center in Lawrence. Van Buren Tech Chief Fire Instructor Jeremy Robertson tells us they do this every year, involving police, EMS, and fire services to stage a major disaster for the students to handle.
0: This scenario is kept confident until the day of, but it normally includes helicopters and resources from all over the region.
1: Robertson says the idea is to stage the disaster and then step aside to let the students respond. Participating agencies will play several roles.
0: They'll be acting as victims, they'll be acting as their own industry, or whatever part they want to play with in the scenario. It's a very robust scenario, so there's lots of different things to do.
1: Even the Tech Center's cosmetology students will get involved putting makeup effects on victims, while students from the auto shop help arrange vehicles. Robertson couldn't tell us what this year's disaster will be, as it's a surprise for the students, although last year's scenario involved two buses that hit some motorcycles. They also had some cattle running around at the scene. The disaster drill starts at 8.30, and there will be another stage in the afternoon for different classes. So if you see something big happening at the Tech Center on Wednesday, don't worry, it's only a drill. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolfe.